Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Hashtag Kangaroos podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Hashtag Kangas. My name is Dean. I think the first episode I, was, I said I was at Hashtag Kangaroos, um, but it's actually hash, at Hashtag Kangas. That's how uh, well I'm going these days. Um, today's episode is going to be a mailbag episode. I've got uh, a lot of questions to get through, but first off, there has been a bit of news over the last few days. Uh, a couple of people have re-signed. Uh, Eddie Ford has signed a two-year contract extension. That'll time up till uh, 2024. I promise in half forward flanker. I think that um, ties up all our 2020 draftees as well. Um, so we've all got contract extensions. So that's, um, I think we pretty much nailed um, the draft in 2020 so far, looking at it. Uh, a lot of uh, players debuted this season uh, from that uh, from that crop. So yeah, they've, they've, we've, uh, we've recruit, recruited. Sorry, I'll get that word out. It's uh, very early in the morning. I still haven't had my coffee yet, so uh, struggling a bit. But um, yeah, we've, I think we've recruited uh, very well this um, in a twenty twenty draft. Uh, namely, uh, players like uh, Tom Powell, Will Phillips has shown a bit. So yeah. Um, or yeah, well, if you've seen a clip, uh, Eddie Mazda, as you'd like to call him. Um, but look, he's uh, a promising half forward flanker. I-, I compare him to a player that uh, I grew up with uh, in the 1980s. Uh, John Super Apple McCarthy uh, had the mullet as well. Uh, from memory, I think he kicked eight goals against Richmond one night on a Friday night game. Where we uh, used to have uh, every Friday night game, so very. Very similar player, very athletic. I think John McCarthy took a few hangers back in the day before he uh, got traded to Fitzroy in the famous John Blakey trade, but um, he had a good career. Uh, second bit of news, probably the uh, most exciting and, um, and most noteworthy news, not, nothing in City Ford or Eddie Mazda, as he likes to call himself, uh, is Jack Zebel has signed a two-year contract extension. Um, I was... Yeah, I even mentioned the first episode. I was, I was never really too worried that he was going to leave. I mean, it's always that, you know, if, you, if someone's not signed, there's always that chance that he might leave, but there didn't seem to be uh, too much interest from outside clubs. Um, deserves a two-year deal, I believe. The club tried, I think, offered him one early, and there was a bit of haggling back and forth and obviously got to where they wanted to. Um, but, yeah, great leader, great captain. Um, deserves a two-year deal, probably go close to win their best and fairest and yeah hopefully uh this will see out the uh, rest of his uh playing career um and last bit of news we had uh the john law medal which is their reserves best and fairest obviously short year again with COVID 19 but harry jones um a former Hawthorne player selected in a 2017 draft. Only played one career game for Hawthorne in 2020 before being delisted last year um, from Madonga, a boy from Madonga. Um, averaged about uh, 29.7 or, or close to 30 possessions a game. I'm not too sure I don't have it in front of me right now. Um, obviously, a ball-winning midfielder based on those stats. I don't think this... Gives him, you know, gets like we've got enough midfielders. I don't think he gets a spot on a list or anything like that. But um, yeah, he he just uh, pipped Tristan Cherry, who came second uh, with thirty votes. I think Harry Jones had thirty-one. Oh, Tristan Cherry played eight games in the seniors, so you would have to think if he had a couple more games, he would have definitely got uh, more votes. Um, 
And Flynn Apple will be the captain of the thirds. Oh, cl- captain of our uh, reserves uh, came third in the um, best and fairest. So, bit of news there. Anyways, I'll go. I'll move on from that. Um, oh, also with. I think we've a few. Most members have got uh, the membership pack at the moment that's come through. Mine's come through email. Um, that'll obviously roll on. Uh, I think I can't remember the uh, date they put on that uh, gets automatically taken out. Um, yeah, a few people have sort of said that uh, it's 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 um, it's a bit strange. Not a bit strange, I suppose. Yeah, you know, it's a bit unfair that. They haven't uh, offered any discounts or anything like that, but you can, look, obviously, if you're struggling financially, you can ring a club and work something out with them. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're, they're lenient with that sort of thing. So, yeah, I mean, if you needed a bit of a discount, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'd give you a nice little chop out. Obviously, last year, I think I only went to a handful of games, so I didn't get the full value out of it. But, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm happy for a bit of extra money to go to a club and I consider it a bit of a donation. Uh, last year's membership anyway so yeah if you if you do have any dramas just contact the club and I'm sure they'll be happy to help you out um all right I'll move on we've got uh, a number of questions here I'll uh I'll look to go through so yeah uh, thanks for getting in touch too Uh, thanks for the great feedback from um all you guys about uh the positivity of the first podcast yeah, I mean, obviously, you don't know how it's gone or anything like that. So, yeah, no, thanks for all the uh, positive uh, comments so far. I've, I've, yeah, like I said, I, I want to continue to do this bi-weekly. So it's good to um, boost the ego a bit with uh, some nice stuff. But, uh, look, if there's anything I need to work on, just let me know. I'm not going to take offence to it or anything like that. So there was a comment, someone sort of saying like, they stopped listening after the Sean Atley comment. I'm not too sure if that's a compliment or not, or <clears throat> um, or they just uh, if they're big Sean Atley fans, or maybe yeah. So um, I didn't really follow up on that or anything like that. So yeah, no, nah, thanks for all the positive feedback, and like I said, um, definitely want to keep you guys involved, and that's why I've done a mailbag episode. So I'll give you guys a shout out, and <coughs> sorry about that. Try and give you um, try and give you guys uh, some answers, I suppose, to your questions. Uh, and yeah, I'm sure you guys might have different opinions. There's nothing wrong with that. It's always good to have uh, different opinions. From yeah, my opinion usually wrong most of the time. So it's you know, it's good to talk about these things in a civil manner, not just uh, sort of uh, like Twitter can get quite nasty sometimes. So, anyways, we'll move on. We'll go to first question from J Mac at Footy Hero Eleven. He's asked. He's asked a couple of questions actually. Um, he's asked about where Captain Jack's uh, contract status lies. I've already mentioned that. Obviously, this is uh, this podcast has come through after he's just resigned a two-year deal, J Mac. But he's also followed up in that. Also, I think we should talk about Demont as it look as though we will lose him. Yeah, I did mention this in the first um, episode that it does look like he's probably going to head home. He's an unrestricted free agent, so he's got uh, every right to explore that. And I, I think it might be Port Adelaide at this stage. These are the rumours. Obviously, I can't confirm or deny one hundred percent that it's that it's happening. Um, but yeah, obviously, that's yeah, good player, um, good honest defensive wingman. You know, who's had a 
a couple of good years at the club. Uh, but like I said, you know, in the first episode, I don't think he's a huge loss. I think we've seen his ceiling. And he's, a, and he's he's the type of player that probably be better at a better club where he um, there's not as like he can just play his role in the team. I'm not too sure what Port Adelaide will consider him as if they're going to put him in the midfield, right in the centre square, or they're going to play him like we did this season on the wing. But um, yeah, unfortunately, I think there was even talk a couple of years ago that he could be a future captain. Obviously, that's not going to happen. I'm not too sure what his leadership is like. Um, but, yeah, look, good, honest defensive wingman and, yeah, good luck to him, I suppose, from here. We may, I think, conversation-wise, we'll probably get end of a second round, maybe pick from what I'm hearing, maybe uh, third round. And, yeah, we go from there. Uh, Patrick Ord, is it Ord? A-L-E. I've never never seen it spelled like that. It's usually A-double-L. So just let me know if I've uh, pronounced that wrong, uh, Patrick. Uh, thoughts on timing to hand the captaincy over? I think one more for Jack and then hand it over, but there are various thoughts. Yeah, look, he had a great year. I mean, there was a lot of talk at the start of the season that uh, he should have handed it over based on uh, his form in previous seasons, but he really led from the front this season uh, in the back line and was really a defensive general. The player, like all his teammates seem to love him. You've seen all the, like if you've seen a video of him re-signing, you've seen all the... Uh, players like Jai Simpkin, uh, Taron Thomas, they seem to love him uh, as a person and as a leader. So, look, he, he might. Look, I think it's up to him, to be honest with you. If he wants to step down, he may very well step down. I think he will go one more season as captain, and I've got no problem with that. Um, but if he wants to step down, you're probably looking at uh, Jai Simpkin as the next captain, I would think, at this stage. Um, he's probably the most, uh, yeah, uh, probably the favourite, I think, to take over from Jack. But, yeah, look, I'd like to see him go one more season and go from go from there, I suppose. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens in that one. But, yeah. Anyways, I will go to Batesy at Mitch23Bates. Um, should we give Sam Skinner another crack? Obviously, that's based... Off last week, where he took eleven intercept marks um, in the back line, he wasn't like he. They played last night, obviously, um, as you can see by the Twitter of uh, Jason Horn Francis um, tweets. Yeah, he wasn't as good last night, but yeah, look, look, I consider and say I, I don't watch the Sandful every week, so I'm not too sure what his season's been like. I did look at his stats. Um, oh, last night was um, yeah, only had 10 possessions, I think. But uh, previous to that, the I think three of the last four weeks, he was getting over 20 touches a game. And defensively, they became a, a much better team when he went in the back line. So, because he's, I think this season he's played 20 games, 21, yes, uh, last night. He played 20 games, kicked 16 goals. So I think he's been rotating between... Forward and back, obviously, um, if anyone's watched the Sandful, they can uh, correct me on that. But, yeah, look, 198 centimetre, 100 kilo player. We've obviously lost Tarrant. We need another key position defender. So, yeah, look, I'm not not too sure if we're going to give him or if someone else will give him a chance um, uh, next season. He's 24 now, so obviously be 25 going into next season. Um but, yeah, look, he, he looked really good. He was best on ground um, last week, obviously. So, But I'm not too sure how his season's been. So that's up to the recruiters. They can, they will uh, make decisions on that. So we'll see 
There we go. Uh, next question, uh, Mason, at Mason Felton. What do you think we should do with the defence in the long term? Who should we target via trade free agent next year to improve that area? Seeing that not many good players are available this off-season. Uh, good question, Mason. Very good question. Um, look, I think they will look to, whether it's Sam Skinner or not, they'll look to get a key, like a mature body key position player in. I mean, we're a bit short in that area. There's no one in the reserves as well. Um, from what I've seen this year. Um, so, look, I think they'll look to get a mature body, like a probably player that's 22, 23, probably hasn't had the opportunity in another club, maybe gets delisted and they might give him, um, you know, get him by a delisted free agent. I don't think we're going to, you know, go all out to, you know, get someone from another club and offer, you know, a ridiculous price to get someone in. I'm not too sure who's who's out of contract as well. That's that's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, so and we get Aiden Core back next season. Probably Lockie Young goes in the back line as well. Now he's a tall body, obviously not as strong, but with Core and Lockie Young um, rotating between you know who who's you know between matchups from opposition teams. Yeah, Aiden Core is a very very good player. He can he can play on um, very smart footballer as well. You can, I mean, you've seen the two games that he only played this season. How good he is! I mean, my opinion anyway. That he could play on our tall players as well. He could play on a Tom Hawkins and yeah, you know, be more than hold his own in a one-on-one battle. Yeah. Um, the problem is you're going to get injuries every year, and if someone like Ben McKay and Aiden Core get injured, then it gets very thin, and you're probably looking at play, Jack Zebel playing on a big guy and. Um, yeah, so I don't. I uh, we probably we may look to get another running defender as well to help help out Aaron Hall, someone with a bit of pace. I think they will come through. I don't know if it'll come through for trade or free agency. I think it might come through the draft. Maybe they look at uh, a dashing um, a dashing defender. And you follow up that question on thoughts on Horn Francis. Look, I don't think I'm the only one that's absolutely Dutch rudder in themselves over his performance last night. Um, look, he's he's the best. Yeah, like you, you even said, he's, I think he's the best available. And he's, yeah, of course he's the best available. I don't think we muck around and even offer you know, bids on Dacos or Darcy or anything like that. I just think we just say, this you're the man, and uh, we pick him up straight away in the first pick. And we're going to pick him up. There's no... I mean, yeah, there's no worry about that. So he's, he's the clear number one to me. Um, I mean, I haven't watched... You know, him all season, but uh, obviously a big game play based on the last two weeks. He's been unbelievable. Um, and you can't help but, um, yeah, get aroused by, yeah, get aroused, I suppose, um, is the right word, get aroused by uh, his, his prospect, the prospect of him uh, wearing the blue and white next season. And I think he goes, yeah, he probably straight in round one team. I don't know if he plays. Yeah, you know, like midfield minutes too heavily in his first season. I think he plays a bit of half forward, rotates in the midfield as well. So, yeah, but I think we're all pretty excited by that one. Uh, Andrew at Andrew91205365. How do we get match time experience in the scenes into young rucks with Goldie domination of the position? Sherry Edwards, Comden all want a ruck. Even Campbell would be number one ruck in the twos if he stays. Yeah, look, 
if Campbell stays, I don't think he's going to get in the way. Look, Campbell's a great team player. If he stays and he's just going to play reserves, I don't think we're going to worry about that. He probably plays in the forward line if, like, an Edwards is playing there. So, yeah, well, uh, I think, look, Jake Edwards is uh, still very raw. It's basically going to be his first season next season. Um, he may play the odd senior game, but I think he just spends all, all year in the reserves developing. He only played, I think he only played one game this, this year while, when he got drafted because he still was doing his schooling and, and so forth. So I honestly believe that uh, he spends all year. I mean, you've probably left out Callum Coleman-Jones, like, doesn't matter anyway, but he's probably the like. It takes four or five years for these young tours to mature, and Callum Coleman. And the reason the club, I, I believe, have got Callum Coleman Jones because he has matured. He's at that good age, twenty two. He's filled out, um, and he he's probably uh, the, from what I understand, he's probably taken over Goldstein in a couple of years' time as the number one ruck um, with Edwards in your forward line and Comden. Comden's a forward. I think Comden wants to play, oh, doesn't want to play, but he'll be a forward, full forward if he can stay healthy. Very, very versatile. For a big guy like him who's 198 centimetres or maybe even 200, I'm not too sure. I don't have the um, his uh, measurements in front of me, but he, he's very good below his knees. We've seen that in one game. We just need him to stay healthy. That's the main thing because he's a very exciting prospect as well. And, yeah, Sherry, Sherry's got an interesting one. Um Look, he's going to have to paddle. Um, if he's good enough, he, he he'll get an opportunity as a ruckman. If he's not, then you know, then so be it. You, you you move on, and the next player comes in. So that's just how it is. The cream always rises to the top. So, and I mentioned even in the first podcast, and I think there's a question later on about uh, Tristan Sherry. Um, there maybe it might be time for a new position, even in the back line with us with North, uh, sort of. Being down to the bare bones of uh, key position defenders, he he may be a player that uh, might have to find a position there and yeah, find a bit of consistency there. So we'll I'll, I'll touch on that later anyway. So we move on to CB at Boogie Budgie. I like that um, Twitter handle. That's a great one. How do you think Noble will look to fit everyone in the team? We seem to have a large volume of who we consider to be highly rated midfielders like Powell, Phillips, Laz, who were in and out of the team. And now with supposedly HF coming in, well, I think he's coming in. That's obviously Horn Francis. How does he do it? Yeah, look, he's, you know, that, I mean, I think people got to understand that, like, it's not just um, we're, we're going to have 22 healthy bodies every week. There's always going to be injuries. You're always going to have a number of injuries. I mean, the game's a lot faster. It's a lot physical. It's very physical now. You're going to get, um, you know, plays out for long term as well. So you kind of need that depth and you, you need a lot of midfield um, power. I think Charlie Lazaro uh, is more of a wingman, I think, and with Trent Dumont going, I think that opens up an opportunity for him. Uh, Will Phillips, yeah, look, He's probably a player that rotates forward pocket, half forward, up to the midfield um, for for spells. Probably still not ready to go in a full-time midfield role. Uh, Tom Powell, yeah, hopefully um, we found him. He seemed to disappear off the face of the earth last few weeks. That was a bizarre injury anyway. Like they just The club didn't really say too much about it. I, I found it a bit bizarre. They just sort of said, oh, I was just soreness. He's out for the rest of the year. And this was with six to seven weeks 
go in a season. So I'm not too sure if there's too too much more into that. But yeah, look, look, showed a lot. Very classy with his hands. Good, you know, good contested player, ball player. So um, yeah, that, that's up to the club to decide. Obviously, like obviously you got um, you know Taron Thomas, LDU, Simpkin. Ben Cunnington as your main four, and then and they're going to have a spells. Like I think Ben Cunnington's going to spend a bit of time up forward, as well as LDU Simpkin probably you know rotates through there as well. So I mean, it, it's sort of, you know you need eight to ten midfielders in a game. Yeah, obviously the main players are going to play yeah you know, the majority, but. These players have got to be, um, fit. yeah, they've got to find another position and contribute in that as well. So we'll move on to the next question. Uh, NBW at NBW 707-97966. Sounds like a phone number. Uh, how much is the Annie North Melbourne Football Club media affecting a club? We're used to the Tassie stuff regardless of sound financials. Uh, Barrett's today on AFL.com. You, dot com, sorry. Uh, Brown last year, Tarrant this year. Will it be Cunis next year? I can't read his dribble. Could go on and on. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, Damien Barrett's, Barrett's always going to... I mean, he, he's paid to be negative, basically. Um, talk bullshit. Um, bag the club. Look, I think he's a supporter. Um, and it probably gives probably feels like he gives him the right to say what he wants about it. Oh, oh, look, I never read what Damien Barrett or Caroline Wilson or anything like that. It's just nonsense, clickbait, most of their, most of their crap. Um, at the end of the day, I don't think the club really worries too much about what they say. Um, they can only control what they can control, what other people say about them. There's always going to be negativity in the media. That's just part of it. Um yeah, they they can't control what he says, so they don't really care. They don't pay too much attention to him. If he wants, um, if, he, if that's how he wants to be, then that's how he wants to be. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't I don't think they care too much about what D- Damien Barrett or Caroline Wilson have to say. Um, next question, Duncan Duncan Cameron has a couple questions at Marder M A R D E R underscore. I think that's three eyes. I'm not too sure. You can always correct me on that. Uh, what free agents are North Jason? Will we tell Richmond to piss off in regards to the pick of pick 20 for Callum Coleman-Jones? Look, with the Callum Coleman-Jones one, it might be we give up pick 20 and we take their pick 25 or 26 or whatever they've got and so forth and things like that. It's not going to be a straight shot for pick 20. That, I think they're – yeah, I mean – they're. They realise that's not going to happen. So, yeah, we just got to relax a bit on that. Um, if they if they say, look, we just want pick twenty and nothing else, then yeah, we will tell them to piss off. So, yeah, he's not worth that at this stage. So, uh, well, free agents, um, preseason. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Look, um, I don't think we're going to be too active in the trade and draft period. I think one player that um, might explore a trade and probably one player that's uh, on our list that might want to leave while, while I'm on it is probably Jared Pollack. Just hasn't had um, a good run last couple of years. Uh, I, I think he's, he's, he looks like a player that doesn't really want to be at the club. Very talented player. Like, I actually like him as a footballer. Like, very skillful outside player. Like I know there's a lot of criticism that he's not tough and hard and all that sort of thing, but... 
you know, you're not gonna, you can't have 22 players that always go in for the ball. You've got no one on the outside. And when he's when, when he's got space, he uses the ball really well. But he just doesn't look like a player that really wants to be there. And I, I think he's the type of player that never really wanted to come to the club. But the offer he got, um, and a long-term offer, you know, I think it was too hard for him to refuse. You don't, you don't hear much talk of him. None of the players really mention him in interviews or anything like that. I don't know how well-liked he is as well. It, yeah, there's just there's just something there that's that's not working. So, I, look, he might be just a player that um, you know is respected and and the players do like him, and he just likes to keep to himself. And but yeah, obviously, uh, I think played a couple of games early, then had a long term hamstring injury, and yeah, he's. Yeah, he was um, came back in towards the end of the year, but was out of position playing the forward line, I think. So, uh, anyways, I, I should go back to your question, Duncan. Sorry, I've just gone on a bit of a rant there. Um, what free agents? Yeah, look, I don't think we're going to chase too much at this stage. Um, yeah, you know, we, we're sort of looking to get that um, nineteen to twenty-three year old sort of player playing at the moment um, through draft picks and yeah, continue to develop our own players rather than actually you know try and get anyone in. I think Callum Coleman-Jones is um, is probably the perfect example, 22-year-old, you know, that fits our demographic at the moment. Yeah, you know, I don't think any, like a Jaden Stevenson's going to come knocking on our door again like last season. That was more luck than anything like that. And that's a, that's a one in a million, really. And not, not one in a million, maybe one in a hundred. But yeah, that it's very rare that someone just um, gets given away like that. So yeah, it's, I don't think we... Um, do too much in that regard. Uh, Max Bremner at Max Bremner one. What do you think we should target this off season? A veteran to help the young guys, draft picks, more young depth. So yeah, I probably talked about that just then. Um, I don't think we chase too much, to be honest with you. I think we just go into the draft, take our picks, um, get Callum Coleman Jones. Maybe look, we may look to get you know, one or two more fringe players. But we're not going to get anyone. Um, that's you know an A grade player, let's say, or you know a big offer to you know, an unrestricted free agent. I'm not too sure where the free agents are at the moment. So yeah, look, I think we just um, keep keep that uh, keep the young core going. So um, do we? You know, draft picks. Look, we'll get a draft pick for Demont, but it won't be very high, and we'll probably use that. Um, I think we will look. Probably to get a key position defender, but that'll be like a fringe play from another club, like that's matured, that's uh, not getting an opportunity. Um, off the top of my head, maybe I think there's that uh, Payne from Brisbane. I think, but he 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 might. Uh, I think he's a fringe play. He, he looks alright, um, but that's just off the top of my head. They they might might highly rate him, so we'll see how we go with that. But yeah. We'll, I think we'll also target probably a couple of key, young key position defenders in the draft as well, maybe later in the draft. And yeah, we'll see how we go. Uh, the shitpost of spirit at shitpost spirit. Um, prediction for next season finishing position, mostly tra- exciting trade prospects. Uh, prediction for next season, look, I, I think it's pretty similar this year. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be near the bottom or bottom again. Um, especially Liz and Tarrant, that's uh, that's a big loss. And you know, I mean, we get another year into our kids, which which is a main thing. I don't think we, as a club, we're too, too worried about um, 
finishing position next season. I think we're looking more 2024, like like 2022, it's another developing year. 2023, we hope to make strides and push up the ladder a little bit. And then 2024, we look to finals. 2025, that's when we sort of look to really go for a top four uh, position. That's when you sort of got your Simpkins, LDUs, you know, who are 25, 26, 27 years old, starting to, you know, got a few pre-seasons under the belt, understand, you know, understand the game a lot more, become a lot smarter, and that's when you sort of, you know, look to um, go for a top four finish, and then we can have sustained success after that. Then you can sort of have a good tilt like a Richmond or a Geelong, you know, that, um, you know, give yourself a good chance at uh, – a flag. I mean, flags are very obvious, obviously very hard to win. So you give yourself a chance, and that's what the club is trying to trying to do at the moment. So thanks for the post, the ship post, poster spirit. Uh, great, uh, great Twitter handle, ship post. Um, next question, Shardy at Shardy five three one zero two two zero three. Time to give Sherry a crap. Crack at seven and a half back. I have touched on this, and this has been mentioned before. Good question, Shardy. Um, yeah, look, it might be an option if he's got no options. As you know, if if Edwards and uh, Callum Coleman Jones are doing really well in the ruck, and yeah, Goldstein obviously next season we've still got him. He might look. Goldstein might still play for another two or three more years. We don't know. Um, so his opportunities might be limited there, and the, the club might say, "Look, let's just give him a chance in, in the back line." Um, I'm not too not too sure how mobile and agile he is um, t- to stay on a you know a, a forward that uh, moves around a lot. But yeah, you, know, you can certainly give it a try in the preseason if it works. You know, it might be a great thing. Like we we tried it with uh, Majek Door a few years back, and that worked really well. Um, before obviously. All the incidents happen. Um, so yeah, no, that's a that's a great question, and yeah, it might be an option. It depends who we get, who we recruit as well. Uh, in the draft, we might get a young kid that look is pretty good, and he, he gets an opportunity there. Or you know, we we get a mature age recruit like a Sam Skinner that was mentioned before. So we'll see how we go with that one. Um, okay, next question, Joe Cusenza at Joe underscore Cusenza. Love to hear Ben Buckley on our debt and staying put at Arden Street f- for good. Um, yeah, look, I mean, the media is just going to blow it up that we're always going to move to Tassie and all that sort of thing. Look, yeah, the club's been going in the right direction off the field for a number of years now. And even the last couple of years, I think, as far as debt goes, we've pretty much wiped it up, And even though we haven't had crowds at the game and stuff like that. So I think off the field, we're, we're doing a fantastic job. And, you know, we, Arden Street facilities are getting an upgrade as well. So... Yeah, we've got, um, we're going to be here for a long time. I think the biggest threat came for me came from when I was growing up, obviously, uh, 1996, the merger with Fitzroy. That was pretty close until Brisbane came in. And obviously in the 2000s, the Gold Coast one. I was probably more worried about that one, actually, to be honest. I thought that was happening at the time. Um, lucky James Brayshaw came in. And um, otherwise, yeah, we would have been... Yeah, off to the Gold Coast pretty much. So that was probably more my concern. I wasn't too worried in these last couple of years that uh, anything was going to happen uh, or see us go to you know, Tassie or anything like that. So, yeah, look, they're doing a, you know, doing a great job, whatever they're doing, or 
however they're stabilising the club off the field. So, yeah, I, th- I think, um, yeah, good on Ben Buckley. Like, he obviously cops a lot of criticism, but I think he's a good chairman. Um, yeah, yeah, the criticism comes that he's not based in Melbourne, he's based in Sydney, but, yeah, I, th- I think he's done a pretty good job over the last few years. And, yeah, it's uh, good to, you know, have stability. And next season I want to get down to a couple of reserves games that uh, – Hopefully get to play him at Arden Street. So yeah, that'll be that'll be good. Okay, uh, CB at Boogie Budgie. Love that, love that Twitter handle. Um, what do you think the plan of attack will be? Uh, a draft day. Our recruiters seem big on mids. Warranted last year. Uh, we do looks thin in defence. In my honest opinion, yeah, we do. We are thin in defence, uh, especially key position defenders and we'll need another ready to go big to slot in the team sooner right yeah of course we do um i think aiden core if we don't if we can't look if we don't recruit anyone or anything like that i think aiden core plays key position you got josh walker ben mccoy you hope you hope they don't none of them get injured because you're probably really on um thin ice thin you know, you, you've probably got to look to play Lockie Young, who's a bit smaller, um, tall, but, you know, smaller body weight and one-on-one wise. He'd probably have to play on a tall uh, Tristan Sherry, mate, like we've uh, talked about, might have to go on the back line. So we'll see how we go with that. And I think, look, I think we'll get a mature age recruit. Um, I don't think it's going to be anyone huge. It's just, um, you know, fill a void for us as a key back. All right, so... Moving on, oh, my voice is starting to get a bit dry now. I haven't talked this 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 much uh, or, or this much shit for a long time. So yeah, um, Andrew at Andrew nine one two zero five three six five, pick our started twenty two round one next year. Look, it's a bit early for that. There's obviously a lot to go down. Um, so yeah, look, as the season gets closer, I'll probably look to do something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, a lot of things could change in the next few weeks. So once, um, yeah, once trade period starts and a couple of preseason games, uh, yeah, I've pl- applied. That's when I'll probably look to do a best twenty-two. But you're always going to have injuries. There's always going to be you know fluctuating form as well. So that, that can uh, change pretty quickly. Um, so there's no point really f- for me to do one at the moment. Uh, Daniel at Sherinzo. Uh, what do you, we class as our midfield great? As in, what is our best centre square setup, and what are the rotation expect to see through their specific players and percentage of time versus elsewhere? Would love to know how Phillips etc. fit in. I'm probably going to look at look. Let's say I'm going to look at this as a crunch midfield, like in the last five minutes of the game, who's in the centre square? Whether you're down by like four or five points or up by four or five points, who's in there? So I think you know Ben Cunnington, you got Goldstein, um, L, uh, LDU, Taron Thomas, Simkin. That's, that's probably too many, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, I've gone. Uh, yeah, look, they're probably yeah your main five that you've got in there. Um, for next season in, in crunch time games. But there's going to be, you know, Taron Thomas is going to play a little bit forward. Um, Horn Francis, I think, will play more forward next year, like probably 70%, 80% forward with the odd spell in the midfield. They'll try and protect him a bit. He's still, you know, he's still very raw. He's, he's still got a slim body. He needs to fill it a bit more. Um, Tom Powell, yeah, look, like I said, I, hopefully he's gone over regenerative soreness by next season. And, 
yeah, look, he's he's uh, he'll definitely have spells through in the midfield as well. Um, look, at the end of the day, you know, you're going to get injuries, and that's just part and parcel of football. So th- these players are going to get uh, a heap of opportunities throughout the year. Some some games are going to play more in the midfield, and and other days when we do have more of a healthy list, they're going to play more as a um, fill in forward on the bench with the odd spell in the midfield. So the club will work that out and have their due diligence when they do that sort of thing. All right, so I think we've got one more question, and that might be it for the show. I've uh, ranted uh, long enough. Um, so this one's Ruse at Paul Canane 1. Have North done anything to improve their poor injury room results of the last four years? If so, what? Um, Shardy chipped in there, which is um, we've got a complete new medical and high-performance setup, which has happened in the last year or two, as far as I know. Um, yeah, look, I think, yeah, last couple of years we've sort of probably struggled with injury. I think we've had spells where we've only had 25, 26 players to pick from. Um, a lot, you know, it depends what sort of injuries you get. Like, you can just get bad luck, like breaks, ACLs, uh, shoulders, and all that sort of thing. It's more if you get a lot of soft tissue injuries like hamstrings, yeah, if you get four or five players doing hamstrings, calves, and soft tissue injuries, then you've got to ask questions. But the, I think the club's doing its due diligence now, and yeah, they've got a new high-performance team. Um, they're, they're looking into all that sort of thing. I, I think the second half of the year, we, we certainly got better with um, yeah injuries and trying to manage them and stuff and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Like, you're always going to you know, get um, injuries, but... I guess more the point is you don't want to get too many soft tissue injuries. That's the main thing in football. If you get too many of them, then you've got to look at your training and um, what players are eating, how they're sleeping and all that sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but the club, I think, is doing a really good job with that. I think it's gotten a lot better. And I think every club's really, you know, thorough with that sort of stuff you know I, I think sports science is a big thing I, I know Brad Scott was very huge into that sort of it's that's uh, part of the game so yeah look um that's it at the moment that's all the questions thanks for your mail bag I've ranted long enough um let me know how the show went um yeah if I've missed out on your question I'm pretty sure I've gone through all of it if I missed out I'll go through it next show I think uh, next episode will be, um, I think, 25 years since we won the 996 Premiership. So I'll probably talk a bit about that, um, my memories of it. I actually went to that game. Um, shows my age. I'm actually 42 now. So I was uh, 25 years ago. Not great at mass. I would have been 17 years old. So, yeah, hopefully, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, the only team that's uh, ever got the Golden Cup. So that's uh, very special in our um trophy cabinet but um yeah feel free to follow me at hashtag kangas let me know if i can improve anything let me know how the show went i'll i'm on a few platforms now um not just on anchor which is what i do it on i've uh, it's on spotify it's on apple podcasts now uh i've put it on pocket casts which is the yeah what i listen to um when i listen to podcasts um all you have to do is um Search hashtag kangaroos and then subscribe and you get automatically fed to you to your next time. So you don't have to search it up and download and all that sort of thing. It automatically comes on your phone. Um, I think I'm on Stitcher, Google Podcasts. I'm not too sure if I'm on there yet. Um, yeah, 
So look them up um, if that's your preferred choice of uh, podcast. But um, let me know how the show goes. Uh, enjoy Grand Final Day. It's going to be, geez, it's going to be a tough game. I hope um, Melbourne can win, uh, mainly just uh, for Ben Brown. Hopefully, he can get a premiership. And um, yeah, enjoy your weekend. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. Uh, and just a quick shout out. I just want to give a shout out to ex past players. So I'll do that every show. Uh, shout out. This week's shout out goes to Eddie Sainsbury. Bye for now.